You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Washington Nationals with MLB.com's Nationals beat reporter, Bill Ladson. Bill, I want to start with a topic we've touched on a lot, in part because it's a topic of great interest to me. Uh, I am consistently fascinated by Steven Strasburg. Um, and I was kind of looking not just at the overall numbers, and, and I think we all know they, they've been excellent lately, but I think the thing that really stands out to me is that since his return from the DL, and really since his first return from the DL before he got hurt the second time, he is missing bats in a way he wasn't earlier in the year. It's something like a 13% swinging strike percentage, whereas it was like 7 or 8% over the first two months. In retrospect, should we have maybe wondered if Strasburg was – physically compromised in some way a lot for the first two months. I mean, it just seems like you kind of put it all together. This is the guy we expect to see, and the guy we saw in April and May was not. There's no question about it. He was uh, compromised, and, you know, obviously mechanically he wasn't right um, after he uh, hurt his ankle during spring training. So, and after he came back um, the first time, yes, he he was uh, back to his usual self. He's striking out people. As you put it, he's missing bats, and uh, that's a good thing. Um, you wish he was there the whole season. If, they, if he was there the whole season, you know, maybe uh, they would be in first place right now, but they're not. Yeah, and it, it's interesting. You know, I, there, there's a lot going on with this club. This club, uh, not just Strasburg, this club overall is, is fascinating. But I think the thing that really jumps out about this team right now one, they're five and three over their last eight games, which is is you know kind of easy to lose sight of when when the Mets are playing so well. But you know, this team was built around its rotation. I mean, that's what we all talked about. Uh, the famous quote from Bryce Harper about "Where's my ring?" Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, we all thought this was going to be a historically dominant rotation, and mm-hmm. it was very good in the first half. They've really scuffled overall in the second half. Even Max Scherzer hasn't been great. Um, but the guy that really stands out to me is Gio Gonzalez. Um, he's got 35 innings total in his last seven starts, and and that's a problem. He, they they need these guys to be getting deep in games to set up a bullpen that is strong at the back end, I think, or at least should be, but maybe still has some questions in the middle. What's going on with Gonzalez that he's not getting deeper into games? Well, first of all, um, you know, the last uh, three or four starts, he simply throws too many pitches. He... he uh, and why that is, he's not throwing enough strikes, that's for sure. And I don't know if it's mechanical, but you know, you can also say that maybe he doesn't have the right catcher behind him because yesterday he had um, Wilson Ramos. Usually it's uh, Jose Lobaton. So, I mean, I don't know what it is with Gio. It's hard to say with him. I have to believe it's a combination of mechanics. There's something going on mentally in his brain that's not right. Um, I, I really believe that. And also, you know, he might not have the right catcher. I, you know, it seems to me when Lobaton is there um, behind the plate, things are going right. When, thing, when Wilson Ramos is there, things are always going wrong. Now, Gio Gonzalez, do not blame Wilson Ramos for, for yesterday's loss. But um, it, it's a coincidence that with Wilson Ramos there, Gio Gonzalez does not pitch well at all. There's a, there's an interesting number though, and and you know I I'm a guy I I have never quite been as as high on Gonzalez as some people are, so I say this not to be an apologist, but 
You know, it's interesting. One of the things that stands out, you look at his recent numbers, his strikeout and walk rates over this stretch of six or seven starts are actually pretty good. He's averaging a strikeout an inning. Uh, he's walking, I think it's something like uh, three and a half guys per nine, which is more than a lot of people. But for Gonzalez, it's not out of line. Um, you know, this, this stretch here, this six, because we were talking about him so highly a uh, month, six weeks ago. Um, the stretch here, it, it, it's, he hasn't gotten even a games, and there have been some bad results, but at the same time, some of the peripherals are good. Do you see anything in him that would sort of make those things add up? The fact that uh, he's, he's still striking guys out. He's not walking the whole squad, I mean, by his standards, and yet the results aren't good. What, what, how does that kind of add up to you? To me, Matthew, it's a matter of... Uh... You know, he, he's just throwing too many pitches. I mean, like, I, I watched his games the last three or four games. And it was funny. Gio Gonzalez asked me, Bill, what did you think of my outing? I said, Gio, you threw too many pitches. I mean, because that's why he always lasts no more than five innings. And I think the Nationals want him to go deeper than that. They want him to go at least into the seventh inning. But lately, he just can't seem to do that. I think something's in his head that's bothering him. bothering him. What that is, I don't know. But, um, you know, obviously yesterday when he was taken out of the game, he was clearly upset because uh, he only pitched four and two-thirds, and uh, it looked like he wanted to stay in. And the interesting thing there was that he threw 83 pitches, and he could have gone longer. But Matt Williams didn't want to take any any chances and uh, took him out. And I totally understand because he, he just wastes too many pitches, just wastes too many. And, and he's, he's one of two kind of question marks at the back of the rotation. Now, unfortunately, this may be a little outdated uh, by the time that people are listening to this. And, and actually, Joe Ross, I think, had a good one his last time out. But he's also been – had kind of come down a little bit in, in recent weeks after pitching so well for a while. Um, with those two guys both um, at least somewhat questionable, Ross – has not been bad, but he's you know kind of last hired, first fired, for lack of a better term. They were looking to to shake something up. Um, you know, he's a guy that might move to the bullpen or or whatever. Um, and and with Fister in the bullpen and with Tanner Roark getting stretched out, do you see within the coming days, weeks, uh, any changes to the back of that rotation, or do you expect that it's going to be the same five for the foreseeable future? Yes, I see uh, some changes. I think if the Nationals, once the Nationals are out of it, uh, Matthew, I expect Joe Ross to be, um, you know, shut down because he has an innings limit. And uh, once they're out of it, I don't see him pitching. Now, as far as, you know, his future, I think he's going to be in that rotation. Um, I think for the most part, he's done a good job. um, And I I think he's going to get another chance next year. I mean, especially with Fister gone. I expect him and Giolito to be two of the new guys in that rotation. Here's what I'm wondering about is, is, is more in the short term. This team's hitting all right. They've scored 52 runs their last eight games. The offense seems to be coming around. It's, it's not every single game, but no offense is every single game. They've got their full eight starters this week for the first time all year. It seems like on the offensive side of the ball, things are pretty good. It seems like if the rotation gets going, there's still the opportunity for this team to kind of look like what it's supposed to. So I guess what I'm wondering is, before we get to that last week or two, if, if things turn the way this team doesn't expect, do you anticipate them doing something um, to, to enhance their chances of getting into the postseason to shake up uh, either looking for a way to put Fister back in the rotation or to get Roark in the rotation? 
Well, I think Rorick is definitely going to be back in the rotation once, you know, Joe Ross is done. But um, I, I don't see them making any more major moves in terms of trying to get into the postseason. I think what you see is what you get right now, and uh, you just got to hope that uh, things really go well the rest of the season because right now it really isn't because the, the way the Mets are playing. The Mets have been almost like murderers row in a sense. One other guy I wanted to ask you about, uh, we talked a lot about Trey Turner when he was called up and even before he was called up. Very you know, interesting, exciting prospect. He's been up a week and he's got four at-bats. Um, that's kind of an odd use of resources. Do you, do you anticipate him getting any more time in the coming days and weeks, or, or do you think he really was just brought up to be uh, a tactical weapon on the bench? Matthew, he... Uh, what you blast in a tactical be- uh, weapon on the bench because, uh, to be honest with you, Matthew, I'm shocked that he's here because I thought that once he came here, he would be playing more. But uh, the way I look at it now, that once the Nationals are out of it, then I see T- Trey Turner getting playing time, uh, the playing time he deserves. But right now, I feel that he's being wasted. Uh, why he's here is beyond me. I understand he's a bench player and, and whatnot, but I mean, the guy should be in Syracuse right now getting his at-bats. And uh, why he's here is beyond me. And believe me when I tell you, I'm not the only one that feels that way. And, uh, you know, we'll just see uh, how long this goes because uh, he deserves to play. There's no question. All right. Well, Bill Ladson, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras. And thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.